0: Generations Z spend about close to $700 billion in discretionary spend, right? While they don't consume complicated financial products, they do spend a lot of money on their lifestyle and services.
1: You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and Payments you've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Payments Innovation Podcast. Today, I'm happy to bring in Archie Rabinchar from Cogni. Archie, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thanks for having me, Chris.
1: Sure. It's really good to have you on, especially with our new Challenger Series, uh, both uh, podcast and uh, simulcast with video. Um, Archie and I have uh, known each other quite, quite some time now uh, at the began structuring this product here in the US and now we're excited to, to see you bring it to market uh, this past April. For our listeners, Archie, could you give a you know, brief background about yourself? You know, what brought you to, to create Cogni? And then we can get into Cogni specifically and what you're bringing to market.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, so one thing I, before starting Cogni, one thing I realized was people's lifestyles are fundamentally changing. And, and when people's lifestyle change, uh, and new business models evolved, and banking as an ecosystem provider will have to support this change and i felt that banks weren't ready to support this lifestyle change of the millennials and generation z and that's when the gig economy was starting to take a lot of traction and in the last few years gig economy has become part of our lifestyle and i felt that we need a much uh, uh, unique platform that supports our personalization And provides for financial services. So that's how Cogni was started. And uh, Cogni graduated from Barclays Techstars program. Mm -hmm. We started um, as being a digital bank for the gig economy. But then we felt gig economy has become part of your lifestyle. So we became much more of a holistic platform that supports financial and lifestyle needs of the user.
1: Yeah, and, and, and that that pivot really made a big difference for you, obviously, to open up a little bit, you know, further of a user base that you're looking for, but then also with products. I'd imagine they're able to expand into that. Um, I guess let's just dive a little bit deeper into to how you guys are functioning here in the U.S. So obviously, you use a you know a partner bank or two in, in the back end, and then you build yeah, obviously products off of that. Can you talk a little bit a little bit more about your offering here in the U.S. and what you're bringing to market?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, we launched in the end of April. Uh, the few things that Cogni is very focused on is to make sure that financial services are easily available to our user base in a lot more simpler and easier fashion. So we really focused on one thing that was of a personal resonance to me. So when I moved to the United States a few years ago, trying to get a bank account was exceptionally hard for me. And, and obviously, most banks judge you based on the money that you have in your bank account, which means that if you don't have a lot of money, you don't get good customer service. So for us, it was much more of a personal uh, opinion that everyone needs to be served with utmost dignity and uh, with utmost empathy. So within Cogni, while we provide all the basic services free, we made sure that customer service is very paramount for, for our growth here. So we really focus on customer service. In addition to that, you know, the other features that we have is obviously, you know, you can get a quick checking account with us, you get a debit card, Apple Pay, we're only live in iOS at the moment. Um, other features include, you know, uh, single use cards, which has been quite, uh, uh, which has been quite helpful to a lot of our user base as well. Um, very simple user interface and experience. And initial launch was only used to test the user experience, the customer service, the uh, and we are launching something very exciting in the next three weeks into premium banking as well. So that's where we are.
1: And w- so, when you decided to bring your product to market, I guess you have to prioritize, right? What you want to what you want to launch with, and then what you want to put on the back burner, maybe for for a phase two or, or three approach. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you determine which products you want to bring to market um, at you know at at launch, and then how you set up your phase your your phases from there uh, to get to to get the user base.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, so there's a lot of hypotheses that we had. That's how people are going to react. And this is a product that we need. And ob- obviously some of them were validated. Some of them are just uh, short in the dark uh, with few, uh, uh, you know, focus groups. Uh, and also your initial focus group is not your entire market as such. So that's a learning lesson for us. So, so we went back, really back to the basics of banking. And said, you know, the basic things are very important, it's non negotiable, it's phenomenal customer service. Mm-hmm. So there's no doubts about it. So we put our utmost efforts and resources and manpower to make sure that we get that right. And then we focused on the easeability of use. People wanting to download the app, get the application in, and they're able to deposit cash, withdraw cash in a lot more efficient fashion. So they can have this bank account. Where they can deposit cash and have phenomenal experience from customer service point of view, and then other functionalities. that we started adding upon is we added Cogni to Cogni Pay, where you know you trans, especially with millennials and Generation Z, they do a lot of peer-to-peer transfers, right? They don't write checks very often, so we got that right. And then we decided, okay, how do we bring in other people who are not within the Cogni ecosystem to the ecosystem? So we launched Cogni to non-Cogni Pay. As well, And as we started onboarding users, we all know for a fact that, you know, there are some uh, bad actors out there as well, who obviously that most financial platforms don't want to have on the platform. So we strengthened our compliance and risk team, because that's the core of what we do as well. So we, we really made sure that we strengthened those aspects very well. And then we made sure that we fine tune our product proposition that it resonates with our user base that we're going after. And now we are ready to scale
1: yeah and I'm sure like you're now you're able to use like the different functions of you know the, how they're spending their money um, and kind of tie into you know different products off of just bringing it to market and getting data off of that uh, I guess to, to to transition a little bit of just about the market in general here in the us with with the Challenger banks, obviously, the last couple of months there's been a lot of valuations of of pretty high expectations for for some of these Challenger banks, and then you get Varro getting there or OCC Charter. So you know, you know, entering the market now, I, th- I think there's definitely room uh, you know, for, for opportunity here. Uh, could you talk a little bit about how you guys maybe differentiate from some of the other challenger banks, maybe like a Monzo N26 who entered the US market and, and how you guys are positioning uh, yourselves uh, here in the US?
0: Um, well, I mean, compared to Monzo and N26, but the, both are European challenger banks. We are an American challenger bank uh, yep. uh, mm-hmm. to start with. And from a Cogni standpoint, we're really focused on the spend side of the user. You know, millennials and Generation Z spend about close to $700 billion in discretionary spend, right? While they don't consume complicated financial products, they do spend a lot of money on their lifestyle and services. So we, we really focused on innovating on that side of the platform and bringing more product propositions on the spend side of the, eco, e, the ecosystem. So we're looking Cogni as a platform, as a banking, as a banking platform, and then adding additional services on top of it, especially on the spend side of the ecosystem. So that makes us a, a unique differentiator. Uh, we're not we're not looking at providing financial products to start with. We're really focused on enabling their spend in a lot more easy, convenient fashion.
1: Yeah, and I'd like to talk a little bit more about that. So uh, I think, and I think that's what does differentiate you. Uh, you know, comparable to some of the other products that are out there, or other. Uh, offerings that are out there. You no, know, how how did you determine? Obviously, you, you wanted to make it the, the the best user experience for your customer, also with access to support. Now, now, you, now we spoke previously that you, you've built this internally, right? And so, I guess, could you talk a little bit about how you prioritize that, and really how to tie in the reward systems or things like that that you maybe uh, are looking to to bring uh, value to your customer, and how you prioritize that internally, and then kind of how do you navigate? building that um, for you guys?
0: Yeah. So uh, for us, obviously, when we first started out Cogni, we had a lot of different ideas, different ways we could enable spend because in, in the United States, we have multiple applications on our phone. And, and uh, even for myself personally, uh, while I don't consume financial products every single day, uh, I do spend money on lifestyle services. And for me, looking at money, moving money, managing money is just an inefficient patchwork of service, uh, which was... Uh, personally facing i said how do we bring all that ecosystem into a simpler fashion that it actually starts working like an appliance just turn it on and then the financial services actually becomes a lot more invisible and your lifestyle services sit on top in a much more easier fashion so for us uh, uh technology uh, and 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 what uh, and and how we uh, how we start building complex systems from day one was very important to us so we put a lot of emphasis on that while you wouldn't see that as an Immediate sexy cashback offers and stuff like that, but what you would be able to see is that we could be we would be able to build uh, adjacent services on top, so it doesn't look like a patchwork of service, right? So from a technology standpoint, we make sure that the platform is able to scale yeah, within the within the lifestyle services ecosystem. So, so as earlier alluded to, was the basic banking application, ability to spend money, and then add. Services that we can build on top, such as, you know, unique product offerings, uh, trying to determine that if you're a high value customer for a particular spend, so you can bring unique offers onto the platform, then it's just simply plugging in with another service and then doing a patchwork on it. So from a, from a technology standpoint, Cogni is very differentiated from a standpoint that, that it is seamlessly woven, that you don't see, don't see it like a patchwork. So that has been very, very core cool to what uh, we are doing here at Cogni. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's been a very exciting process because that's a challenge by itself that these yeah. applications exist independently, but when you combine them all together, Hey, it just looks like a spaghetti. Now, how do we unravel that and make sure that the user interface and, 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 and users are able to smoothly transition from, uh, from that ecosystem to another functionality without having to go through a whole bunch of, uh, complicated, uh, you know, technology stitch up.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I'd like to touch a little bit deeper on that then. So when, when you understand where their lifestyle spending is and the brands that they're using, do you try to tie that into your application in regards to the interface? And so do you work with the partners to be able to maybe do some sort of you know, API integration so you can connect it into Cogni app? Or do you have to redirect them to, to certain areas? If, if you could talk a little bit about how you are building that or how you've already built that, that type of user experience.
0: So we have a few things going live in the next few weeks, and obviously it has still. Uh, I mean, we haven't the proof was in the pudding, so the users haven't seen that yet. And obviously, I'd like to get first hand feedback yeah. about how they're actually uh, feeling it. But our thought process is to make sure that it does. It does not go to multiple applications; that it seamlessly stays within the application. You don't have that kind of a glitch or a system switch that happens. Uh, so that's our goal. And, and hopefully when we launch in the next three, four weeks, obviously the customers will be able to, our members will be able to tell us uh, how they like it and how we can make that better.
1: Yeah, it's, it's direct feedback, right? And so you can understand how, you know, they prefer to use it. And then obviously that'll increase that stickiness uh, within yeah. your application itself. That, make, that makes a lot of sense. Now, just, the, just as far as like the backend uh, ecosystem for you guys, obviously you partner maybe with a banker or two, and then a processor as well. Um, you know, How easy is it for that types of partnerships to work for you guys? Um, obviously with the regulatory aspect, we needing that partner bank, but then also issuing cards and, and, and moving you know, those processes around with the processor. Could you talk a little bit about that ecosystem and how, you, how you could easily gel all of that together for you guys to get to market, um, just for, for future entrepreneurs that are looking to maybe launch their own. Can you talk a little bit about that journey and, and your experience
0: with that. Uh, Chris, I think you've been <laughs> with our journey from day one. We first met you uh, <laughs> right after the next to us, but it's been a journey for us. Uh, it's been a, uh, but all our partners have been uh, reasonably open uh, in working with us and challenging some element of status quo. But I think in the last two years, uh, things have become a lot more simpler, a lot more straightforward. You have so many uh, platform uh, banking aggregators who have come into play who can provide a lot of these services uh, very seamlessly. But we we took the hard way, and uh, obviously that we added a lot more uh, systems in place ourselves because we took the hard route and not take an out of box solution, which gives us the power to modulate some functionalities uh, the way we want it to be done. But in saying that, obviously we work with Visa, we work with a processor and a back end bank as well, and 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 uh, I mean. We we have a very strong uh, product technology team that we work with, and who keeps in uh, continuous uh, contact and relation, relationships with our processor and the on the platform. And many times, obviously, we have to take some choices. Whether do we outsource our customer service to a provider uh, who is an affiliate with one of our ecosystem infrastructure providers? But so those are you know decisions that you have to take as a founder and what's more important to you as a business. So from a cogni standpoint, we said we're going to start with customer service internally uh, because we want to know about our customers firsthand and and try to to learn from them so that we can start building functionality. So there are certain things that we took it in-house, even though it's slightly expensive, but it made the right sense for us in the long run to make that effort and time uh, put into that. And obviously we had great investors who supported that vision as well to give us that, the the cushion on cash to make sure that we spend in in areas where we thought was a lot more important. So, for many for many founders, it depends on what is the impact that they want to um, they want to see. How would they like to impact the, the the customer base? What is that they need to know for? And then they if they start focusing and putting the money on that um, on those goals, and then you would be you would be a market leader in the space. And for us, our goals was very simple because of personal. Uh, experience that I've had and some of my team members have had opening up a bank account that we were not treated well because you're judged based on the money that you have in your bank account. And I felt that customer service is paramount and all users have to be uh, treated with dignity and empathy, not on the amount of money that you have in your bank account because you could be a good uh, person with a good financial behavior. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, you
1: brought up really good points. I mean, obviously, you know, being in the shoes that you're in, you have to make trade-offs, right? And you know, to bring what, what what's valuable that you think immediately, where in, in the long end, you want to be able to take all of that in-house, and imagine, or as most as you can. Um, but it's about prioritizing um, those, those trade-offs to beginning and then hopefully give get some margins to bring spring more internally to customize. Um, yeah. uh, I guess, you know, getting getting wrapping up close to the end here, um, you know, where, where obviously you've got some, some awesome stuff coming in the next uh, couple months or so. Uh, which i'm excited uh, to, to, to have you release as well, but just for you guys you know wh- where 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 do you see you know Cogni in the next couple of years obviously just just released this year exciting stuff and, and opening up new products you know what, I guess what's success for you guys um, in, in here in the u s market as far as a, as your landscape as a challenger bank and then where where would you guys like to to go as far as a high level uh, over the next couple of years or so
0: i mean Cogni's vision is to bring Banking, commerce, and lifestyle services on a single application, our win would be that we, if we could seamlessly integrate some of these services in a lot more uh, easier fashion so that the users can use one single app to access some of their services. So that's, that's our vision. That's where we want to get to. And our immediate goal is to start building those adjacent uh, features um, that it seamlessly integrates, and then people start using them in a lot more seamless fashion. I mean, since our launch, we've been, we've been growing quite exponentially well and we've been getting a lot of user feedback um, and how we can uh, how we can make it a lot better Uh, and so the functionalities that we are launching in the next three weeks which includes you know premium banking and access to uh, lifestyle benefits and also some cash advance as well which enables uh, for the user uh, uh, which helps the user for the discretionary spend so these are adjacencies that we have started uh, building a few months ago uh, to make sure that from the feedback that we have received that this is what the users need and then uh, and embrace that in a lot more seamless fashion. And so obviously we want to continue building that up as we start integrating other lifestyle services into the application. Obviously, our vision is a lot larger in, in a while to get there, but uh, we want to have those quick wins and make sure that the users adopt the seamless functionality that we have built so far.
1: Yeah, it's like you guys are actually in this this the middle of what what I believe is happening in, in the industry itself with like embedded finance and also challenger banks trying to to integrate with multiple different partners as well. Um, you guys are kind of at that 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 center where you can be that that sur- that source of uh, of value that can connect into multiple different applications to to embed them into transactions as well you know you get companies like like salesforce and things like that are announcing like their own payments uh, types of models where you guys can really slip into that be that value in that back end with with lifestyle and and also um if you know if you move into that business sector as well i i guess to to wrap up here you know what are your thoughts on you know actual traditional banking obviously they're not they haven't been agile enough to a- attain the users and so there's there's multiple different companies like yourself uh, you know, uh, uh, get, getting uh, w- w- what the end customer needs, but you know, what what are your thoughts on traditional banking in, in regards to the banks and where you know they they are positioning themselves today and and where they're going uh, in the next couple of years? You know, specifically, I guess here in the US.
0: Uh, I think I mean, I mean, uh, obviously, the digital banks have kind of you know enabled a lot of people's lives, uh, especially the underserved market, a lot better than uh, uh, large banks have done, and I think large banks, um, I mean they have very unique financial products that the digital banks or challenger banks cannot provide at this stage. So as your, you know, as, as your life gets a little bit more uh, mature, you obviously require those services and obviously the big banks provide a way better uh, service in that regard uh, than uh, challenger banks. But uh, for for, for moving into a total digital era, uh, I think that some of these functionalities will be disrupted as well. Uh, that's just my opinion. I think, um, you know, the platforms, the banking as such has to become invisible. It exists, but it should be invisible to the user, right? So um, I see that most banks will have to use technology in a much more, uh, you know, with far more deeper customer insight than just providing uh, a financial uh, product and, and, and also kind of uh, uh, insert themselves in the customer's moment of need right and that has been a biggest challenge for most banks and and also they did you look at potentially like you know distribution models are you know uh, are, are evolving within the marketplace and, and technologies such as open AP, open apis and 5gs are coming into play so uh, how could we potentially start connecting banking with homes missionaries vehicles and other devices so that's going to be the biggest challenge and obviously uh, then now you know you're starting to enter venture into the uh, segment where Google and Amazon and others are playing. So this is uncharted territory for yeah. major banks. And and, and and obviously, and this is going to pose a very significant challenge for a lot of main banks, but but no challenge is insurmountable. Uh, so I'm sure they have the resources they have to uh, provide the service, which is always good because right now the customers get the best of the products out there and, and customers are right in the front and center of making sure that they're actually taken care of, which is just which is why the challenger banks came up in the first place.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a, it's a good point, and it's, it's sort of like like the challenger banks kind of raised the stakes a little bit too high. And before now, it's even transitioning, as you mentioned, into more open connectivity with open APIs, where it seems like the bank's best roads is to be that that financial infrastructure in the back end, and let let the others play play on top, right? And um, that can really initiate that that digital in, in engagement. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely it's exciting to see where that's going, especially. Get someone like Goldman that's actually you know, participating in both with that with Marcus and doing infrastructure platform as a service as well, and so exciting to see that. So, well, Archie, pleasure pleasure to have you on here. We'll be sure to share uh, obviously all of your information with with Cognite and try to get you guys some partnership opportunities as well as uh, you know engagement into the platform itself. So we'll we'll share your information. Is there anything uh, last last items that you'd like to add before we close out here?
0: Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me over. And uh, for those of them who are listening, uh, you know, people always ask me what does Cogni mean? Cogni means cognitive. Uh, Our thesis was, you know, you're moving away from an information age to a knowledge-based age and a platform will have to think, learn, and adapt in a much more personalized way to the user. And that's been our mission uh, when we started Cogni and, you know, we would welcome our listeners to uh, uh, register for Cogni and, and try out the platform as well and love to hear the feedbacks and also learn while we do that. But thank you, Chris, for giving me this opportunity today.
1: Yeah, of course. We, we you know Like I said, we've been in conversations and, and engaged for a few years, and it's exciting to see this thing, uh, this thing grow here and uh, anything we can do to help, obviously, we'll, we'll help you out there for sure.
0: All right. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. See you, RJ. It. Bye, Chris.